You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 61, Floors and Ceilings. Have you ever had a big goal in your life that you wanted to reach, but you gave up before you got there? Have you ever tried to start a new healthy habit, but you've been unable to sustain it for long? Have you ever wanted to be consistent in something that you knew would change your life, but discovered that life is always changing and doing something every day can get a little complicated? Like what about when your schedule changes or you're traveling or you're sick or something happens that throws things off? Maybe you were doing well for a time and then the holidays or vacation time or sick time throws things out of whack and it's hard to get back on track. If this has ever happened to you and you've wondered what to do, this episode will feel like the secret of the universe has been revealed. We're going to talk about my favorite life hack that has kept me consistent in all my good habits, no matter what happens in my life. And the best part is it's so easy that every single person can do it. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's available at Deseret Book, or you can find it online at Amazon. It's filled with 21 tools to help you live your life as the best version of yourself. Thank you to all of you who have left a review for this podcast, or you've taken the time to share it with a friend. As you may know, I am not active on social media. This is a deliberate choice that helps me have the creativity and the focus to make this podcast the best that it can be. So the only way this podcast grows is by word of mouth. It is by you. Thank you so much for taking the time to share this with your friends and support this effort. I love you for it. Today's review of the week comes from Katie Fow. She says, I look forward to Brooke's podcast every week because she never fails to give me a new creative yet Christ-oriented insight. I love the latest episode on influencing, especially the quote her music teacher gave her, the world is not fed on prize-winning tomatoes. Oh, so good. Her words soothe, inspire, and motivate me and help me feel centered. I'm young and married with no kids, and I honestly love learning little tidbits from Brooke that I can pass on to my future children to help them in their struggles. Thanks, Brooke. Katie, thank you so much for your review. And for those of you who are curious, Katie is referring to episode 59, You Are an Influencer, which is such a great episode, some really amazing stories in there, and I'll link to that in the show notes. I love that Katie has such a great future mindset and is already thinking of ways she can teach these tools and perspectives to her kids someday. And Katie, I think you will love today's tool as well. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings, your reviews, and your shares, that is what makes this podcast possible. So thank you so much for listening and for sharing. Today's topic is floors and ceilings. This may be a little bit foreign terminology to you, but this is something that I have taught dozens of times in workshops, webinars, and again and again in my one-on-one coaching and group coaching settings. And always, without fail, the moment people learn this, they immediately tell me this concept changed their life. Simply knowing about it changes their life. Just imagine what happens when you practice it. I realized this week that I've actually never done a podcast on this topic, and goodness, we need to remedy that right now. (laughs) I am recording this podcast on Halloween, which it really feels like the initiation of the holiday season. This time of year 
It's full of amazing traditions, expectations, perhaps a little stress and busyness. And we're sliding into winter. It's a time of year that some of our habits start to slip. And oftentimes, by the time we get through Christmas, things have slipped so much that we are ready for January because we know what we need to change to feel better, to feel healthier, to feel more energy. And we're tired of feeling the effects of not being as disciplined as we could be. January comes. We set these amazing goals full of motivation and determination that this time we're totally going to (laughs) change. We're going to get eight hours of sleep every night. We're going to work out an hour every day. We're going to eat healthy. We're going to have a clean house every day and keep up with the laundry. We're going to read the scriptures from start to finish, meditate every day, only think positive thoughts, learn a foreign language, and sew clothes for orphans. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Our future is bright and perfect. We're excited for this new version of who we can be. And then we live the whole day of January 1st, and perhaps a little reality starts to settle in. (laughs) Perhaps this perfect version is a little harder to uphold than we realized. Have you ever felt this way? Have you ever set high expectations and goals for yourself and then gotten discouraged? when change was a little harder than expected? Have you ever set out to make those goals happen and gotten a little discouraged at how difficult it was to make such a huge change all at once and then to do it over and over again every day? Have you ever given up on your goals a few weeks into January or even a few weeks or days into starting a new way of eating or starting a fitness program? Have you ever lost motivation? A common theme that I teach on my podcast is the power of small and simple things. One of my favorite scriptures in the Book of Mormon is Alma 37, verse 6, which says, By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. How does this even work? (laughs) Because mostly... We tend to think that big, giant, sweeping changes in our life are the only way to really see a difference, right? That's why we set these goals that are so drastically out of our comfort zone or our patterns. It's why we change our expectations for ourselves to be totally different than where we are and then shame ourselves for the gap that exists between who we're being and who we're capable of being. But what if, what if, there really was truth in this scripture. What if the way to see something great and amazing brought to pass was actually by doing something small and simple? Would that feel a little easier in the process of change? Would that feel a little more hopeful? Would that feel easier to sustain in the long term and to be consistent with? Well, my friends, Let's learn a secret of the universe right now. (laughs) By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. Let's learn the science of how this works and then the application. Prepare to be amazed. In the book, The Compound Effect, author Darren Hardy explains the science of small and simple things. I share this story in every class I teach. And I've already talked about it on other podcast episodes. And it's worth repeating a thousand times over again for us to really understand. This book, The Compound Effect, 
is on my list of top 10 influential ideas of books that I have ever read. And I even quote it in my own book because it plays such an integral role in my life every day. So what is the compound effect? In Darren's words, the compound effect is, quote, the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. What's most interesting about this process to me is that even though the results are massive, the steps in the moment don't feel significant. Whether you're using this strategy for improving your health, relationships, finances, or anything else for that matter, the changes are so subtle, they're almost imperceptible. These small changes offer little or no immediate result, no big win, no obvious I told you so payoff. So why bother? Most people get tripped up by the simplicity of the compound effect. What they don't realize is that these small, seemingly insignificant steps completed consistently over time will create a radical difference, close quote. So let's look at a fascinating example of the compound effect in action. I've told the story so many times, but it's so good. It's a story of the magic pennies. I've shared this story before, but it's truly remarkable. And Darren describes it brilliantly. He says, two choices. I'll give you $3 million in cash today, or I'll give you a penny and double it every day for 31 days. Which would you prefer? Let's say that you take the 3 million now and your friend opts for the doubling penny. If you take that 3 million today, you look pretty smart on day one when your friend gets a penny. You also look pretty smart on day five when your friend gets 16 cents and on day 10 when he gets $5.12. 20 days later and your friend is only up to $5,243. You're feeling pretty good. Then the magic of the compound effect kicks in. Fast forward to day 31. Your friend gets $10,737,418.24 to your $3 million. As Darren says, very few things are as amazingly impressive as the magic of compounding pennies. Amazingly, this force is equally powerful in every area of your life. Close quote. Oh, this is such a good story. <laughs> and it's true. We see this in compounding interest in our bank accounts, in the stock market. So what type of things in our life would we consider to be part of this compound effect? Something that in the moment seems insignificant is so subtle that the change it brings is almost imperceptible. If we're talking about our physical health, it could be something as small as drinking water instead of soda eating whole foods instead of processed foods, going for a walk on your lunch break instead of browsing your phone. If we're talking about your spiritual health, it could be reading scriptures every morning or a daily practice of prayer and meditation. It could be taking the time to journal at the end of the day or listing gratitude. If we're talking about your emotional health, it could be spending five minutes when your kids or spouse come home when you give them your undivided attention and ask about their day. All of these practices are small and simple and don't seem like a big deal in the moment. The magic happens when they are practiced with consistency over time. What if you did that small thing every single day for 31 days? Would it reap a $10 million benefit for you? The thing about the compound effect is that it is always working. 
you could do something and start compounding the difference in the opposite direction. Small and simple things bring about something that is great. It could be great harm or it could be great strength. The small thing of watching one late night episode on Netflix that turns into several episodes and starts a habit of low sleep and late mornings. It could be the little check into social media that turns into 30 minutes or more and distracts us from our own family relationships. It could be a little food treat that turns into a food addiction. The compound effect is always working. By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. But how do we make this work in our favor? How do we make the positive changes that we want to see in our life without burning out? How do we lose weight and feel great? How do we get the sleep we want and start the healthy habits that we know will change our life? How do we do the things that will heal our relationships and bring more love and joy into our life? How can we stop shaming ourselves for not being who we know we can be and living perfectly? Well, my dear friend, allow me to introduce you to the principle of floors and ceilings. What is a ceiling? A ceiling is your high ideals. It's your big picture vision of a goal, a change, a new habit, some positive thing that you want to create in your life. It's your big New Year's resolutions. It's who you want to be as the best version of yourself. It's the change you want to see in your life. Ceilings are good. They give us direction and orientation of something to work towards. This is what we're capable of accomplishing when we feel highly motivated and awesome, when we're feeling empowered and excited. This is what we are capable of when we have created the time for it and the habits to support it. But what happens when we only have a ceiling? What happens on the days that you don't feel motivated? What about the times that you don't feel awesome and empowered and great? What about the days that you don't have time? What about the times that you feel sick or tired or not as capable? When you only have ceilings in your life, Life feels very hard. You lack the support a floor can bring. What is a floor? A floor is your tiny version of change. It's your tiny version of a habit. It's your short version of a practice. It is your bare minimum. We're so practiced at creating ceilings, but most of us never think of creating a floor. We think scripture study is supposed to be a whole chapter or a whole 20 minutes. If we don't have time for it, we don't do it. We think the exercise is supposed to be a whole workout or driving to a class at the gym. If we don't have time for that, we don't do it. We think the healthy eating is supposed to look like a perfect meal of organic vegetables made from scratch that you grew in your own garden. <laughs> if you don't have time for that, we don't do it. It's a perfectionist mindset. It's all or none and black and white. And goodness, it's so hard to live here. It's not compassionate, it's not forgiving, and it's not flexible. Floors, my friend, are the secret to consistency and building in positive change into your life. Floors give you support and a foundation for all the healthy habits and changes you want to implement into your life. In 2018, I decided I wanted to do yoga every day of the whole year. <laughs> this could quickly turn into a ceiling, right? Well, I knew the only way that I could realistically accomplish that goal was to have a floor. My floor for yoga was 
three cat cows. Three cat cows takes approximately 10 seconds. Guess what? I did yoga the entire year, (laughs) every single day. There were days it was 10 seconds. There were days it was 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Never so often I'd make it to a live class that was an hour, but I had a floor and the floor made it possible to stay consistent and build a habit from there. Scripture study as a family is something that we have long struggled with at my house. But as soon as we put a floor in, we instantly were able to have scripture study every single day. (laughs) What is our floor? One verse. And on especially tricky days, the verse we do is the verse that hangs on the wall in the kitchen that we all have memorized and we take one minute to recite it and we call it good. We did our floor. Other days, we open up the scriptures. Other days, we do a full-on 20-minute discussion. But we always have a floor. I started a morning practice of running this summer, which is another story that requires its own podcast episode because I have never, ever, ever in my life been a runner. But my floor was to put on my shoes and walk to the trail 10 seconds from my back door. That was it. That was the floor. A floor is something that you can do under any circumstances. Are you traveling? Has your schedule been totally messed up? Are you sick? Did the weather change? Whatever happens in your life, you should always be able to do a floor, which begs the question, how do you create a floor? In creating a floor, think small and then go even smaller. I've never had a day in two years that I couldn't do at least three cat cows of yoga. Even if I wasn't feeling well, or even if I was traveling and sleeping in a hotel room that's cramped with furniture and have other people in the room with me. I've never had a day that I couldn't at least do my floor. I've never had a day that I couldn't read at least one scripture. I even recently found a floor in something I'd never considered creating one for. After going weeks, oh man, it was probably even months, without being able to go on a date with my husband, I started to wonder if there was a floor we could make for ourselves. Traditionally, going on a date meant we needed to find a babysitter and make sure our schedule worked with theirs. We had to go somewhere and do something. We had to be creative. (laughs) But weeks were passing by without us being able to make these things work out. And finally, I threw my hands in the air and I said, we need a floor. Heaven help us. What can we do for a floor as a date? So we figured out a floor. We put our kids in front of a movie in our house and we went and sat on the porch outside and we talked for an hour. (laughs) We didn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything special but we still created time for ourselves that was without children. And while we were both still awake, huge win. We now have a floor and that floor can even be further adapted as needed by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. So how does this relate to the compound effect? When we live life only with ceilings, it's hard to be consistent. It's sort of like getting the $3 million on day one, but then not being able to uphold it every day. It's true that $3 million doubled every day would quickly make you the richest person in the world. But can you sustain a ceiling every day? The beauty of the compound effect is that it works with the smallest possible offering. A penny. A penny. 
a single penny. Friends, in this story, the penny is the floor. It's the smallest version. You can't get any smaller than a penny in U.S. currency. It's the tiniest possible value. And yet, doubled every day, it wins. It creates something great. It's the consistency of it that brings something great. Consistency builds. Consistency creates. With consistency are great things brought to pass. Too often we scoff at the small things and we don't believe they have value. People will see a penny on the ground and not even pick it up because it's only a penny. It's not a $100 bill (laughs) or even a $20 bill. It's just a penny. The penny is the floor. By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. I can give you a list of great things that have happened in my life because I have found consistency in good habits, all of which had floors. I've now lost 54 pounds. I've competed in endurance bike races. I started running and I'm currently training for a Spartan in December. I've improved relationships, improved my income, improved my sleep, improved my nutrition, improved my work and creative output, improved my parenting, improved my knowledge and skills, all because of good habits, which I've been astoundingly consistent in because and only because I have a floor. It offers such foundation and support to your life. Now, of course, there's still lots of space between a floor and a ceiling. I am able to uphold and do my habits and work on my goals every single day because I can always do my floor. Some days I go higher. Some days I hit a ceiling, (laughs) but mostly I'm somewhere in between. But always, 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 I do a floor and that is always a win. Floors are a win. They mean I showed up. They mean that I didn't give up. They mean I did something. Something is always better than nothing. Floors are your compounding pennies. They add up. They create something great. When I coach people and they report back and they say, I only did my floors this week. Do you know what I say? Hooray! That's amazing. You totally showed up. You are doing the penny. You are building a habit and building your identity of who you want to be. Celebration! (laughs) Floors are your support and foundation and always a win. We need to have more wins in our life. When you put the floors in, you make it possible to win every day, multiple times a day. You make it possible to have a win in everything. What happens to your life if you suddenly start having more wins? I can tell you from experience that you have more confidence, self-love and compassion, forgiveness. If you're willing to consistently do it, you start to see the compound effect in all its amazing glory. By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. This is how you do it. As I mentioned earlier, we're heading into one of the busiest times of the year, a time that is full of high ceiling expectations, a time where our habits slip, a time where we tend to think in all or none patterns. How can you create a better experience for yourself by creating a floor? How can that look for you? Would that change your experience? Would that help you have more love and compassion and forgiveness for yourself? 
Would that help you have more consistency? Would that help you feel more confidence that you really are moving toward the person you know you can be? By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. Compound the one penny, create a floor, move forward in doing the tiny version of what needs to be done and do it every day. By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. The floors are your practical how-to guide to make this happen in your own life. Imagine your life doing the small and simple and look forward with faith. Do you listen to these episodes and love what you hear and wonder where to start? I invite you to take my Christian meditation 40 day challenge course. Meditation is my most important practice of the day and I use it for so many things. And yes, indeed, I even have a floor for meditation. It's how I've been able to be so consistent for over four years in practicing meditation. If I were to pick my most important habit to be consistent in, this is it. The compound effect is massive, but the key is consistency. That's why I love that this is a 40 day challenge. The challenge is to do it for 40 consecutive days. Starting a new habit and even more so being consistent can be tricky. And this is why I offer every student a free buddy pass, allowing you to handpick your own friend or family member to take the course with you. You get your own accountability partner and you both do the challenge together. Two people start a new empowering practice instead of just one. If this is calling out to you, I invite you to register at the link in the show notes, or you can find it at my website, brooksnow.com. You can do this. I'm cheering you on. 